0: Happy sad talking. Happy
1: sad talking. Happy sad talking. I don't know anything. I'm just happy inside and stuff. you I just I just got served.
0: I just got served
1: by the gods of podcasting. I was about 10 minutes into some bullshit. Computer took a big dump on me. As in, it crashed. And I lost i lost what I had. But you know what? What I had going was... It was fucking trash. You know what? I was in the shower, and I was thinking to myself, I had this whole funny rant about dark chocolate, and I was like starting to... I was like starting to write essentially jokes about it and then i came to the podcast and i just was like trying to remember all the thoughts i had about it in the shower I was supposed to be in the moment and it's it's funny because there are so many podcasts that i love where it's like damn they did a lot of preparation for this <laughs> and I, that's awesome and then there's some podcasts where I, I like the spontaneity of it and especially with improv type stuff you want that feeling of in the moment you know and so always an experiment on this podcast because honestly as i was doing the let's be honest legendary dark chocolate bit i was it was it didn't feel authentic because i was it wasn't like first of all it also wasn't all the way written (laughs) isn't that weird It just, it was feeling contrived. So I'm moving on from dark chocolate, even though I had lots of time on dark chocolate. (sighs) I didn't know that I needed moisturizer until I started using moisturizer. Anybody else have this experience with moisturizer? As a kid I grew up, I had an aversion to cleanliness, I don't remember myself as like a smelly, stinky kid, but I fucking must have been because I remembered like not wanting to shower and not wanting to wash my hands. Just having a fear of, just like having an aversion and a fear of soap. (laughs) I just like, and it's still in me. Like I'm a clean person now. I have good hygiene. I got it together at a certain point when I was like 10. Or eleven, um, or twelve, or thirteen, or twenty-five, whatever. Um, yeah, I would sometimes I would fake a shower just to convince my parents I took a shower. I would just like dunk my head. I would just just put my head in the shower. I like spent more time on the scheme. Ah, <laughs> oh, must I must have been a, just a stinky little boy. <laughs> what a sad innocent thing too, like a stinky kid that doesn't know that they're a stinky kid and then just like haven't learned yet and no one's taught them and it's just like Or maybe yeah or, or they don't know that or they don't care or like whatever, but just like a, there is something very innocent about that, just like smelly. I guess girls can be smelly too. It's 2020 guys, girls can be smelly too <laughs> But I guess, to my experience as a boy, I'm just thinking of it as like a little fucking little boy thing, you know? Maybe maybe guys... Yeah, well, I feel like that is a thing. Just guys are allowed to have worse hygiene (laughs) in culture. That sucks. You know? A lot of guys getting away with looking like (laughs) slobs. There's more genders. But socialization, you know, I say this as I'm <laughs> sitting crisscross applesauce in my underwear in The and playing my keyboard, my headphones on, but I just got out of the shower. I'm looking fresh. I'm feeling fresh. I'm, I'm not looking fresh. I'm in my, I'm in my underpants. And if you can't handle that, then this might not be the podcast for you. If you can't handle that, I'm actually freaking in my undies. I don't care, man. (laughs) It is a joy to be naked in your own home. I am not naked now. Worry not. that I do feel like would be a violation between us, the listener. And that, for some reason, feels like... Listen, I'm just in my boxer briefs right now. That feels a little intimate. That's an intimate detail. Um, but I don't feel like being naked, doing naked podcast would be, even though it's an audio medium. For some reason, that's just like that's not allowed. That's for you. That's for you time. I do live with roommates. Um, and. Sometimes they're not here. And when I lived alone, you could be naked whenever you want. You know, you got to watch out for the windows. You don't want to be giving somebody surprise naked. Never good surprise naked. And, you know, sometimes in the pandemic, uh, my roommates will often not be here. They'll be at their parents, their family homes for a while. Um. so there are nights where I'm pretty sure I'm alone I don't think I've gone full naked into the kitchen partially out of respect partially out of fear one of them comes home discovers me naked in our shared home now I'm saying this and I'm like this sounds sad to not feel free in your home to feel judged by your Housemates, but also I don't want other people naked. Where I make my, f- where I make the food, and somebody's butthole is right there. <laughs> gross, butthole, gross. Other people's buttholes even grosser than mine. And I've seen mine. And let me tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not, not good down there. <laughs> okay. Seven minutes in. And we're talking buttholes, baby. That's right. Finding new we're we're really getting into it on the podcast today. It's talking about oh yeah. Must have been a stinky kid. Didn't realize I needed moisturizer until I started using moisturizer, which has, like, probably been a new, a new thing for me. Like, really washing my face, getting into it, that kind of self-care. Um, and I just think once I've started doing it and feeling what it was like when my face was clean and, and like, comparing it to when it was, like dirty or oily or whatever. Um, and you start to notice that, or or dry or whatever, which I just like never gave a fuck about. So I just never noticed. And then as soon as you start giving a fuck about it or like trying it or somebody points it out to you or, or somehow you noticed, it's almost like now I'm trapped. Now I have to, now I'm buying this stuff I didn't have to buy before. <laughs> I mean, I do look, I, I do feel like it, 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 boosts my self esteem, I look better, I feel better. Look good feel good. I don't even know what that's from, but I say it to myself a lot. Is it Mark Wahlberg? I feel like some I've heard somebody else say, look good feel good. Mark Mark Wahlberg says this. But it is true. Anyways, but it's weird when you become aware of a problem and then all of a sudden you have a oh, Who's texting me? Shut up. Um you become aware of a problem. And it's like, damn, dude. Remember when I didn't even know about this problem? I didn't give a fuck. Now I have to spend money buying fucking shit. You think I gave a fuck about parabens for 24 years of my life? No. Now I'm very concerned about parabens. I don't know what they are. But I don't, I'm I'm glad that my lotion doesn't have any in it. (sighs) Thank gosh. Oh, gosh. Swear to gosh. I love gosh. Same thing with chapstick. I feel like some people are just chapstick people. It's not like their lips are drier than everyone else's. Maybe there are. Maybe there are are dry-lipped folks out there. But some people I think are just... They just... They got tricked by a big chapstick <laughs> being told they need it all the time and sometimes i think they put something in the chapstick make me need the chapstick later you know a little ticking time bomb and the chapstick boom sell you something you didn't even think you needed they create the problem and sell you the solution damn Burt's bees cashing in What is it with the brand of Burt's Bees too that like feels cool? Cool chapstick?
0: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) Why do I want to buy and use Burt's Bees and be like a cool farmer's market sensitive adult that cares about the softness of my lips? Yeah. The chapstick train I have avoided. Every once in a while I, I, there will be a horrible happening where I, I am in pain and <laughs> I need to do some aquaphor for a while. And, th- and even then it's just, I fucking hate it. I just feel so gross and then my lips are like slippery and I see it and it's shiny on my face and I'm just like, I, uh, <laughs> I don't like <laughs> the need for it. Um, are you a chapstick person? chapstick culture dude chap chapstick that's weird that it's chapstick it's the thing that it that's like that's the name of you don't want the chap chap removal stick More. it should be more like that am I right who's with me (laughs) it's like oh this is a this is a tension ball gets rid of tension I guess you could call it a tension ball. Think of one example, Mackin. You made the fucking point. You have to back it up. Okay. What's well, something that solves a problem? Back scratcher. You don't call it back itch. Back itch stick. I guess that'd be fine. But it's a scratcher. D itcher. <laughs> I was writing with somebody the other day. I was writing a song. Somebody. Somebody hit me up, complete stranger, hit me up on Instagram. They're like, want to write a song? I was like, sure. It was very fun. Uh, It was was not one nice to just like meet somebody new. That was cool. In this time of everything is the same. Or lots of repetition in our daily lives for a lot of us. Uh, Especially in terms of who we interact with. It was nice to meet somebody new. (laughs) But they kept saying, or she kept saying, do you think the inventor of words made these words sound similar i forget what the words were but it was like broom and vacuum she was like do you think the inventor of words made these rhyme (laughs) i thought that was so fun thinking of the inventor of words that like made that made rhymes on purpose for related words L-O-L. Hygiene, pandemic. Where was I going? I lately I've been feeling overwhelmed, I think. Um feeling pretty good these last couple of days, but um sometimes when I'm engaging with the news and uh really trying to figure out stuff or like Yeah, I guess just like read about complicated issues. Um Sometimes I'm like, I have to have the best take on everything. I have to (laughs) be able to solve everything. And it's humbling to learn more about something that's really complicated. Um, And sometimes I will be having liberal debates with my liberal friends. And I just end up feeling isolated. Um, I think it's important to have good-faith exchanges of ideas, challenge each other, call each other in on stuff, work things out. Been a lot of those conversations that have contributed to my my intellectual growth, my wisdom, awareness of complicated things, sharing of other people's experience, you know, broaden my worldview. This we love. Sometimes tensions are just high in the realm. And I don't have to freaking, you know, I don't have to solve You don't have to solve it all. Know everything about everything. Definitely humility helps being like, I have more to learn here. But I guess, I guess the thing that is happening that I'm curious about if it happens for you all I guess I'm specifically talking about like how do my therapist put it? How to disagree without disengaging and when does a disagreement or some sort of difference where you go like I can't listen to Joe Rogan anymore you know what? I for whatever beliefs he holds or I think he holds, I can't listen to him. Um, I don't fully feel that way, but I kind of feel that way. I'm kind of just like, dude, I can't fucking deal with that guy. <laughs> and then there are other people where it's like, do I, you know, at what, at what point is that, like, useful? I'm just like, listen, I'm sure just to use an extreme example what if one in every 1000 things that like Donald Trump says <laughs> is just like conventional wisdom or something obviously he's very dumb and bad that's why I use him as the example but you know when do you when do you disengage when you're like I'm not going to spend my time trying to unpack everything that Jordan Peterson has to say sure there's some good stuff in there, but also seems like a transphobe. But see, even now I'm doing it where I'm just like, I guess I don't know, but I, it's like how much, how much time do you spend trying to figure that out? Whereas it's just like, I was just like, there's other shit, there's other, <laughs> there's other thinkers out there. There's other, <laughs> there's other people that I don't have to worry about. Um, if their beliefs are problematic or not, I guess. And I guess a lot of it is fear of judgment too because it's like I don't want to be perceived as problematic or like into somebody that somebody thinks is fucked up. But like that's other people's shit, you know? Me, fear of judgment, trying to predict what other people are thinking. That's got, ain't got nothing to do with me. But yeah, sometimes I'm talking to people that I love and respect and disagree with on stuff. Or sometimes I don't even disagree that much, or... I don't know. guess, like, trying to have more complicated conversations and allow things to be complicated, allow people to be complicated, allow figures to be complicated, um, and remain, like, vigilant and skeptical and open. Um... I, something I think about a lot is, like, during the Democratic primary, this most recent one, the presidential one, um the vitriol between ideologically almost identical camps. For example, the Bernie Sanders-Elizabeth Warren divide, you know? Two people that are ideologically pretty goddamn similar, you know? 98%, you could say. Um, But I remember before she conceded, um, there were a lot of people that, in the Bernie camp, and not Bernie himself, but just people in that world that I identify with and have so much in common with and and um, just, like, relate to and feel like, oh, these are my people. I'm on these people's side. They were saying, if you, you know, if you're still supporting Elizabeth Warren at this point, she's taking, she's exploiting like the progressive vote. She's, She's the reason why Bernie isn't the nominee right now. So, basically, you're endorsing... Biden and you're endorsing centrism and you're against progressivism and then like you know just, and some people were getting really really carried away with it and being like you're a fucking neoliberal chill or just like you have no morals or whatever you know I guess the like moral high ground stuff and just like micro divisions and I don't know the more I learn about like social justice movements and stuff the more You see people that really fucking disagree that are from one layer up or like a a a bird's eye view they're on the same side or 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 specifically in the same camp and it's like okay to disagree with like the approach and have the same ultimate mission but it gets so emotional i get so emotional And, yeah, I, like, want to talk about these things with my friends. And I think every once in a while it just, like, stirs up a lot in me and, like, I'm not having a productive conversation. So I guess I'm just trying to acknowledge that I don't have to do that. I don't have to solve everything. I don't have to have the perfect take on everyone. And I also want to be able to, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm investigating that question of, like, when can you when do you disengage? When do you go like, "Man, I could watch Fox News all day, try to figure out why I disagree with everyone on there." You know? But I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to get my information elsewhere. Cuz you only got so much time in the day, you know? You want to I don't know. So it's a, it's a constant question. But I, I, yeah, I guess just more, more humility, more complexity. But you don't want to overlook stuff or make excuses for stuff. You know, you want to be diligent about what you care about, you know? And you're like, wait, if this person hates trans people I should I should really care about that you know am I is is it a problem to support this person or can I can I still fuck with this person's cooking recipes if they have like you know if they're a centrist democrat or something and I feel more To the left of them or something? I'm using, like, hypothetical examples because I don't really feel like parsing out the ideas right now. (laughs) But you get the concept! I was playing... I was playing Bioshock. I'm playing the Bioshock video game series right now. And... I was feeling overwhelmed because... Partially, this was due to the overwhelm or perhaps a symptom of it. But I was playing the game and the game you make choice whether or not you're going to save people or either harvest them. That's right. For special magic in the game, you can harvest
0: children.
1: (laughs) It's really fucked. (laughs) I did it on accident once. No, I didn't like that, how it felt at all. Or you can rescue them, and then there are other there are characters you meet in the game in this in Bioshock Two when you can like either save them or kill them. And one guy asks you to kill him, so there's like all these like moral choices, and then there's like one guy that kind of fucked you over, and you know kind of fucked up you and your daughter's life, and. Just, you get the choice whether or not to kill him. Anyways, first play through the game, I think I made all the right choices cuz I looked it up after and I was like, how come I I got a shitty ending? I think I I I think I on accident one time like harvested one of the kids. I like hit the wrong button. I was I was jamming on the buttons too fast and I accidentally made the wrong choice. I'm a good person, I swear. Um and so the, the ending was just like, my my I basically like corrupted my daughter and she like rationalized all these murders after that. And was like, you, you, you taught me how to do this dad and it's okay and it was just like a sad, it was a fucking sad ending. <laughs> and I was like, this sucks, I don't fucking want this. <laughs> and I had spent so much time playing the game. And I was like, even in the fucking game, I can't get it, like, right in the game. Like, I'm so powerless over all of these things, over politics, over, you know, my career, over uh, other people's, other people, period, (laughs) you know, and it's like, literally, I have the controls in this, and it still fucking got away from me, and came up with a dissatisfying result. I was like god damn it, <laughs> even in this fantasy world where I make all the choices. Uh, so I did replay the entire game on a lighter difficulty so that I could <laughs> get the happy ending. And you know what? It made me feel a lot better. It, it really it really upset me. It kind of I think lined up with all these other overwhelms and I was just like fuck this, dude. <laughs> This is my one thing right now. I need this to go well. <laughs> Obviously, you want to have more fortitude than that, but dude, sometimes you're like can the game be good for me right now?
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, feeling a little feeling a little better. Also listening to um some old Death Cab for Cutie recordings going through like old artists that I know that I like and I'm like completing my knowledge of them where I love Ben Gibbard. He's one of my biggest influences. And yet I, there are all these gaps where I'm like, oh, I, I don't even know that record or there are all these demos or you know other side projects and stuff. And so I'm trying to fill in those gaps with people um did it recently with Andy Schauf. Oh boy. That was great. Did it with Alex G.
0: Alex G was more
1: of a stranger to me. Um but I like knew people that liked him and he'd always kind of seemed interesting to me. And I went through his discography. Damn. Fucking sheer rules. Um <clears throat> and in doing it, both with, with Andy Schauf and with um I guess with Alex G, but with Ben Gibbard in particular, in listening to the very early Death Cab stuff, it is very like, you're, you see moments of them, you just see somebody finding their voice over their career, you know? Um, or some people come out of the gate, really strong voice, or sometimes it's like, like with the case of Ben Gibbard, it's like the OG shit is good, and there are different like songs and, and moments and and things about it where I'm like this this I fuck with really hard, and then there's some stuff where you're like oh he didn't he hadn't figured it out yet <laughs> you know and I guess it gives me hope as a creative person, um, making stuff trying to make stuff. That's like you will find the path you know. Um, just keep making it. The the thing will lead you to the next thing. And in retrospect, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's how I got here. Now I knew. Now I have my thing. That's what I was talking about in my other, in the uh, the famous dark chocolate lost episode. I will. I'll recap it briefly. Um, well, I talked about having a thing, like as a kid, <laughs> and one of my things was chocolate. As just an identity, uh, just grasping for an identity as a young person, Um, very human, very very sweet. Looking back and being like, "Oh, bud," (laughs) you know, I did all sorts of weird things for attention as a kid too, and I can look back and just like see the just the part of the kid that just wants to be accepted. I'm just like, "Oh, bud." Like, I think I, I, I used to eat strange objects, like paper and stuff, um, to just try to, like, yeah, get a rise out of people, get attention. One, one time I pretended I had no nerve endings in my hands, and I, I, would, I would bite my hand really hard. <laughs> just, to, just to prove, like... I don't know what the fuck I was trying to prove, but I was just like, oh, look, this doesn't hurt. And then, uh, like, other people would like pinch my hand and stuff and like, dig their nails in fucking weird looking back kind of dark but just in terms of like kid looking for a thing one of those things is chocolate <laughs> and I think I remember getting to a point where I was like oh, everybody's expecting me to like chocolate more than I actually like this stuff um for some reason I was just like, I'm gonna every time chocolate comes around, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind, and then everyone I'm gonna be chocolate boy. <laughs> and there's this episode of Hey Arnold that I was recounting where I don't remember the full plot, but there's some kid that's obsessed with chocolate. It's probably where I got the idea. Moral of the episode is not, hey, you should you should get really into chocolate, and make it your thing. But there's this trash loving character or this character that's willing and it's not stinky there's a character named stinky different character this is a this is i forget the character's name people probably know it and are upset that i don't know it right now but there's a kid that like loves chocolate and will do anything for these chocolate covered malt balls and there's this one episode where these mean kids are like getting him to do funny stuff to them for and they'll give him a chocolate malt ball. They're like, "Oh yeah, get 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 down and act like a dog, and and then we'll like give you chocolate malt balls on the ground. You have to eat them on the ground." <laughs> it's like, Jesus, fuck off! <laughs> Leave this kid alone. Stop exploiting his <laughs> love of chocolate. And I think he like goes in the trash at a certain point. They like put him in a dumpster. Hey, you know what? Aren't haven't we all? Dumpster that dove for just that sweet, <laughs> that sweet sweet chocolate for a, a moment. Um, but yeah, I think I related a lot to that. Just like kid that both wants approval uh, from the other kids and also <laughs> the image of like <sighs> being like, damn dude, I hope there's <laughs> I hope there's a small amount of sugar here. <laughs> In this otherwise uh, rough situation. I like dark chocolate. This was my thing, my original thing. I don't love it. Part of it, because I do think I have some self-control issues, specifically with snacks. Sweet ones in particular. So like, stresses me out sometimes, having them in the house. Because uh, I can't... like yeah, I really can't budget my desserts. Like, they're... I'm going to eat them in probably one sitting or two. And it's not going to be fun or enjoyable. It's going to be, like, dark, you know? But for some reason, dark chocolate, like, it is good. I do enjoy it. But it's not, like, something that... Like, I can stop eating dark chocolate sooner than I can stop eating like just cookies. So that's why I enjoy having it. And I think there are people that probably straight up actually do prefer it. I think I was like raised on milk chocolate and, and stuff so I like have just a taste for milk chocolate. Um, so I prefer milk chocolate and every time I'm eating dark chocolate I'm like Lying to myself, I'm like, "Oh, this is actually this is actually better. I actually love this. <laughs> oh my god! It's just like, motherfucker, give me fucking Skippy peanut butter. That's what I really want. This is, I mean, this is fine. This is better. This whatever nut mixed nut butter, <laughs> you know, better for me. Better for whatever. <laughs> but like, as far as just like." Obviously, I'm going to feel like trash, but as far as pure joy from taste, Skippy peanut butter creamy, baby. I can't be eating that, though. I'm a, I'm a sensible adult. So I, I, that's my theory on dark chocolate, is that it's more of like a responsible treat. So people... I convince myself that I like it more than I think that I do. But I also like that I don't, I'm not like, that I can stop eating it, that's that's big. <laughs> we did it, guys! We did the episode, we talked about buttholes, we talked about the emotional nature of snacks. Oh gosh, what's this chord? I meant this one. Instead, I got this one. Anyways, I kind of came in with this, like, sarcastic, silly energy, and now I'm feeling a little just kind of quiet. That's okay, too. So, have a good fucking week, you nerds. That's right. Oh, shit. Back to being mean. I forgot. I forgot the podcast is mean now. That was my mission a few episodes ago. You you suck. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I have to say it. Boo, boo you. I don't guys, I love you. There are two wolves inside me. The troll and the people pleaser. yeah I love you I hope you have a nice week if anybody stressed or just wants to chat hit me up Mac and Carol at gmail.com even if you don't know me shoot me an email tell me what you're listening to what you're enjoying got some guest episodes coming up those will be fun But I like I I like hanging with just you guys too. So I'll do this in between. But yeah, more pods, more pods on the way. Happy sad talking forever. Good night.
0: Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy Happy sad.